0: Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs, and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of rescue.
1: Clap your two hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. You want to lift up your two hands? And before we even do that, I want to especially welcome you to our Christmas convention 2023. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to apologize to you for the sound. There is everywhere, and we are trying to do Amen. I want to encourage you that tomorrow, make sure you invite someone, make sure everyone is here. A lot of people are not here, and it's not a good thing. We need to get every member involved in this convention. Like Pastor Paul mentioned, Easter is the only one of the only new festivals that Jesus access. Actually, it is Holy Communion and the celebration of Easter. These are the two things that Jesus specifically did that we do remember Him. Mm-hmm. Every other thing we do was included by men, like Christmas and other things that we celebrate. Communion and Easter all talks about the death, the resurrection, and the blessings that we get from them. So Jesus is more interested in the work he came to do than any other thing that we talk about him. Amen. So we want to take this convention very, very serious, so that they will celebrate to honor the Lord and the work that He given us to do for us. It is the only reason why we have an assurance of salvation. It's the only reason why we believe that one day we are heading towards somewhere for heaven. If we take Easter out of the equation, the preaching of Jesus will not say that miracles of Jesus, we must say that. All the charitable works of Jesus, feeding the poor, we not say that. The only thing that catches us from hell, saved us from the power of darkness, and sets us free, so that we can live as free people and children of God, is when he died on the cross, and when he overcame death, and overcame the pain. And so you and I are free, you and I are blessed. And you want to clap your two hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Do it better to Jesus. I want you to look to the one on your left and on your right and tell the person you are welcome to Christmas convention and tell him the finished work of Christ is for your benefit. Amen. Take back your seat. Close your eyes and lift up your right and say, Heavenly Father, speak to me throughout this convention and set me free. Touch my life and make me a blessing in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Clap your two hands if you are here. So, I want to speak to you through this convention. It's going to be a long journey to Sunday. I want to talk to you about what I entitled the finished work of Christ. The finished work of Christ. Amen. Like I said, that is the only reason why you and I have an assurance of heaven and salvation. John 19, verse 30. Let's start from there. John chapter 19, 30. So when Jesus had received the star wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Amen. Oh, amen. When Jesus had received the star wine, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed down his head and gave up the ghost. Now, when Jesus said, it is finished, what was he talking about? It means that there is something he has accomplished. It means that there is something he has achieved. It means that there is something he has completed. To so finish means to bring to accomplishment. To finish means to complete a task. And so when Jesus says that it is finished on the cross, after he received the star wine, which was a representation of the bitter experience he's going through for us. Then he said, it is over. It is finished means it is over. And I pray that as we go through this convention, may every unpleasant situation in your life be finished in Jesus' name. And may everything that is unpleasant, everything that is not of God, come to an end from your life in Jesus' name. Lift up the right hand and say, It will be finished from my life. Amen. So Jesus came on earth with an assignment. And on the day he said it is finished, that assignment came to an end. That work was accomplished. That is what he was speaking about. All through his life, he carried out different, different works on earth. And even in death, the Bible says that even when he went to the grave, he went to do something there. After he resurrected, he went to heaven and did something there. Amen. But then when he said, it is finished, He was trying to say that he has brought it to a poor accomplishment. You see, the assignment of your salvation is finished. The price for your redemption is already paid. He's not in the process of paying for your sins. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Tell somebody, Jesus is not in the process of paying for your sins. He has already accomplished it. He has already prayed for it. He has brought it to an end. And it is already over. Can I hear an amen? And that's why he said it is finished on the cross. That means he has accomplished that work. In 2 John chapter 3 verse 8, to paraphrase, he said for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil. Can I hear an amen? For this purpose, for this assignment, for this reason, the Son of God was revealed, came on earth, to destroy the works of the enemy. So every work of hell that is still prevalent in your life, in this convention, it is going to be scattered. Let me hear amen from the back. Is for this purpose he came to destroy, to bring to an end the works of the enemy. So if you can trace any work of the enemy in your life, be in it sickness, be in it witchcraft, affliction, be in it any, any any form of sin that has entangled you, any issue that is traceable to Satan, Jesus on the cross brought it to an end. This is the reason why he came. So I command that, let that thing be crushed out of your life. I shall let that situation be cleared out of your life. Can I hear you loud Clap your loudness? Amen. hands for Jesus. In John chapter 9 verse 4, they said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. For the night is coming when no one can work. So you see that even when Jesus was alive, he was really concerned about his work. Was really concerned about what he has come on earth to finish. And he said that I must keep up with the work while I have the opportunity. While it is there. But the night comes when no one will work. Because by night it is finished. When no one will work. But Jesus was concerned about his assignment. And in his assignment is your redemption. In his assignment is your freedom. In his assignment is our deliverance. In his assignment is our breakthrough. It's our healing. It's our prosperity. It's our salvation. I pray that none of this will miss you in Jesus' name. Danny, you, are you here? Can I hear you loudest? Amen. Loud? Because you see, a lot of people are called Christians, but they are not benefiting from what they have been paid for. Or what has been paid for them? They have still not received the package that has long been paid for their delivery. and they are living as though no one died for them. They are living as though they are, they, are, they are entangled with sickness, as though no one died to heal them. They are going through all kinds of stress in the family, test, entanglement. Witchcraft afflicting, pursuing them left and right. As if no one died to pray for their believers. I pray that you will not be a victim in that year. I pray that you will not continue to live like, as like, like, if nobody has settled the scores for your life. Say, so someone has prayed for my freedom. Amen. And believe it that someone prayed for your freedom freedom from sickness. Freedom from poverty, freedom from, from justice. Those things that harass parents, that are harassing children. Family cases, and all sort of things. Transgenerational issues. Someone's work paid for it. Someone took it as his assignment. And I am glad that he said it is finished. Before he died. Because we accomplished the destruction of the works of the devil. So no work of the devil is permitted to continue in your life henceforth. If you believe it, it will be your experience. I said if you believe it, it will be your experience. Can I hear your amen? So Jesus carried out some works which brought the destruction of the entire work of the enemy. And it benefited us in several ways. But you see, I wanted to understand the two works that Jesus performed while he was on earth. The two works, the two classes of works. The things that Jesus did while he was on earth. The first thing, so the twofold works of Christ. The first thing is the exemplary works of Christ. The exemplary works of Christ. The exemplary works of Christ. Now, uh, what is exemplary? It means example. The works of Christ that we did as an example for us to follow. You see? We have two. We have the exemplary, and we have the substitutionary works of Christ. When we say substitutionary works, I will come to that later, God helps us, maybe from tomorrow. The substitutionary works of Christ are the things that Jesus did, the works that Jesus did, that you and I are not supposed to do. He did them for us. He went to the cross, so that we will not have to attend the cross. Amen. Oh, amen. So, none of us will say that i will come to die for you. I can't die for you. I hear what I'm saying. I can't say come to die <laughs> to save you. So, Amen. The other one, Jesus did it for us. So, we are not supposed to do it again. Okay, amen. None of us can go to heaven and go and pledge the Holy Suppose Holy again. Jesus did the Bible that he did that sacrifice once, not to be done twice. So these are the words that Jesus did for us. Amen. He went to hell so that we will not go there. Amen. So that no matter the things that we have committed, once we meet him and he washes us and declares us free, he went to hell so that we will not go there. So, you see, so this one, you don't have to learn it. Now Jesus went to hell, so if you did want to go there. And some people are saying that, hey, did Jesus go to hell? Yes. The Bible says that when Jesus died, he first went to hell. And in hell, he reached to the things He went to Abraham and Grace. He went to deal with them. For them to also accept salvation. And then, on the other side, he went to fight the enemy. Satan, David, hell and defeated them, and took from them the keys of the underworld. Then, after the third day when he finished them, he ascended. And that is when he now went to continue the work of Amen. Oh, amen. So, Jesus went to hell, according to the scriptures, that he descended before he ascended. He went to speak to the saints. The spirits of the sins who were there. And to deal with Hades and with the power of darkness. Finally, before He resurrected, He defeated them. Amen. Now, you are not supposed to go and also do it for yourself. Neither are you supposed to go and do it for me. Amen. Now, those are the substitutionary works of Christ. Okay? So that when someone says that Jesus. Was poor, which even that one, it is debatable. But right? let's say he was poor because he was richer mm, in heaven than when he came on earth. So the Bible says that he became poor so that he would be rich. I'll go into, into, into all that later on. Okay? So, so if someone looks at you and says that, rather, distance uh, of nowadays, they don't want to be poor like their leader, Jesus. I don't think a priest to poor a barber, a sofa a barber, a boom per se, here, a priest to father, oh, yes, Christ to be here, no, nante, it is here nante. I don't be you're hearing those things. But Christians, the ministers have to be poor because Jesus was poor. Now the Bible says that he became poor so that you will become rich. That's what the Bible says. That is substitutionary. That means that. Jesus became poor, so that I will not become poor again. He took my poverty and gave me his riches. Are you hearing it? So if Jesus could not afford to eat, I can eat. If Jesus could not afford to dress, I should be able to dress. If Jesus had to walk and couldn't afford a donkey or afford a horse in those days, I should be able to afford an airplane in my days. Are you hearing what I am saying? Because he became what poor. So that I would be also poor. No. So that I would be rich. So you see, what Jesus has taken away, don't go and bring him back. You are still why you are my I didn't to the wall for you. My Your father has built you a house. You say, No, I don't like it. So I want to build my own. You could have made that money to build something else. Your father has built you a house. Why must you go and then uh, also to build another, to just prove what? Rather, instead of building the house, go and do the school. And is just something that your father couldn't do for you. Are you hear what I'm saying? Amen. How many of you, you went to school, they told you your parents have paid all your fees. Then you say that, no, I don't want someone to pay my fees, I'll pay my office. Does it make sense? So, Jesus has paid for your sins. Has done to the cross, shed his blood, suffered for you, so that you will not go through that kind of pain for your sins. And then you say, "No, I, I don't like it. I have seen my own sin. I want to die my own death." <laughs> How many of you want to die your own death? Oh, it's not Jesus. Jesus is not the one who committed that sin. So, leave me to die. We will leave you to die, but it will not record in heaven. Because you can't save yourself. Can I hear an amen? Okay, so, these are practitioner works, which we will come to later from maybe tomorrow. But then, what I want to talk to you about is what we, we normally don't talk about. What is less spoken of? It is what we call the exemplary works of Christ. Now, these works too are important. But most of the time, during this time, we don't really talk about them. Because sometimes we feel like they are basic. Other times we feel like they are not important. And sometimes because it brings some form of responsibility on us, we don't like it. Because it it brings us to the place where we have to do certain things. We don't like to talk about it. So you, You can visit many, many, many churches. And listen to the message of Peter. It's about what Jesus did for you. The substitute you You'll be rich, I receive it. You'll be healed, you're healed. But they will never talk to you about the exemplary works The example. The one, the exemplary works of Christ are the works that He did so that you also do. And then he is yes man. Is to bury their And now we to here. And we see Not just what he came to suffer for you. But what he says he should also copy. There are words Jesus wants you to copy from him. Tell someone there. there are words Jesus wants you to copy. And they are called the exemplary worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we now proceed? So today we are going to deal with the exemplary works, only the exemplary works of Christ. So these, like I said, are the works accomplished as an example for us to follow in. It's an example for us to follow in. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. I just pray that you enjoy what we are going to talk about, because it is important for your For your destiny in Christ. First Peter chapter 2, verse 21. Let's all read one go. For even, oh, I can't hear a lot reading. One go. For even, here unto where you call. Please, Can can you change the version? Now, let's read this version. Are you ready? Hello, are you ready? Let us read one go. For you were called to this, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you should follow in his steps. Can I hear an amen? So tell someone that there is a level of suffering you must suffer. You know, if you agree with Jesus, I said, tell someone you are shouting. I said, tell someone that there is a level of Jesus' suffering that is also for you to suffer. Just so say, Bible says, Now, when you have been you have been called. I like the way the kingdoms put it. He says for you have been called. Give me the kingdoms again. He said, for this you have been called. She so said, Of oh, prayer also, That's what we say. you have You have been called. It's not only pastor who has been called. You have been called. Pastor somebody, God has called you. Therefore, that for even here unto where you called. Because Christ also suffered for us, living as an example. So you have been called to suffer. That somebody, you have been called to suffer. That's why from the beginning, I was worried because I don't know how to preach this. Message. I have to prepare your mind they because you have been called, they say, you have been That's what we said. you have been called I'm sorry, Now I have do and I they I'll go to the prosperity, don't worry. But, and Amen. Amen. oh, am I not reading from the Bible? For these things you have been called to also suffer as Christ suffered as an example. So there is a level of suffering that is meant for us to also walk in because we say he is our leader and he has made that kind of suffering for us as an example to walk in. It's part of his rest for us. It's part of his assignment. Amen. John chapter 13 verse 15. John 13 verse 15. Let's be very quickly. So, I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. So, these are the words. That not for us to just jump at, but we should repeat them. Not for us to go about bullying the devil, but to repeat the words that we do that you have, to have done you. Mm. That means that the thing Jesus has done for us, we should also do for others. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But you see, when the first century Christians don't want to hear about this one, Bread and butter Christians, they don't want to hear about this scripture, but it's also in the Bible, that Jesus didn't only make you rich. Jesus didn't only die for you to be healed. He also did certain things that you must emulate. And that one is less spoken of. And you don't want to also practice. Are you getting what I'm saying about Amen. What are some of these words? Write them down. What are some of these words? I'll just catch the topics because we, we need to, we, we started very late today because of the technical issues. What are some of these words? That Jesus did for us to learn what suffering for the kingdom. Suffering for the kingdom. Now I didn't say just suffering. I said suffering for the kingdom. Amen. Because there are two types of suffering. First Peter chapter 4, 15 and 16. There are two types of suffering. We have suffering for the kingdom. And what suffering for yourself. You can be suffering because of broken hearts. That's not what we are talking about. Do you understand? Let's, let's read it. It says that, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evil to a sinner that you are suffering HIV. Why? Because you went to sleep. It is not a suffering. You are suffering because you are lazy. failed your ex in beautiful palace. Suffering because your are mad, like constipating and saying things that, and you are suffering for somebody that is beating you in your eyes. It is also a form of suffering. Suffering because you went after somebody's husband. And after now, one hand has been amputated. It's also suffering. People are suffering for several things. People have lost opportunities they have in life because of sin and unnecessary things. But the Bible says that let none of you suffer because you murdered someone, or because you are a thief, or because you are a sinner, or at a distance for death. In other people's so so you see, because Peter was writing to the church, and then everybody said, hmm, I'm suffering, hmm, I'm suffering, hmm, I'm, suffering. Hmm, I'm suffering, and Peter feels back and analyzes some of them and the things they are suffering for, and Peter said, No, I have to clear the air. Some of you, you are not suffering because you are born again. You are suffering because of your wayward life in the past. You are suffering because of the spirits of abortions in the past. You are suffering because of your laziness to study in the past. You are suffering because of the mistakes you made in the past. The way you slept before the husband, today you are praying, no husband well is coming. You are suffering the sin you committed. It's not because of Christ. Stop blaming
2: it because I'm, I'm born again, because I'm born again.
1: That because you are suffered, That's why you are suffering. Give us a break. I'm not suffering because you are suffered. You are suffering because you used to be a sleeping. Now in Christ. Slurping now in Christ. But you used to be a slurprin. but the consequences is what you are, you are facing. Don't so don't say Christ. So we can have to be quick to settle this issue in the church. Huh? That's why sometimes I get worried when people just enter into the church and they want me to wear magic. It's like all of the stuff they have been in church for three months, and they want everything to change about their life. And it's like it's like when you go to the no, no, pastor, you know me, It's a thing. It's my fault. He does you not to go to school. He does you not to learn. He does you not to learn a trade. Did I ask you not to sit down and learn to the end? Did I ask you to go and change somebody's that? Did I ask you to make your mouth like a for the gentleman not to marry you? Did I, am, am I the one who, who asked you to, to go and do that? And <laughs> you, 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 you make me look like it's my fault. It's not my fault. Mine is to keep preaching and praying for you that a miracle will happen for you. But you see, don't blame everything on. I see, yeah, because of check, check, check. that you go. Or because you come to rescue? No. There are things you are suffering because of your own life. There are things you are suffering because of the life you live. There are things you are suffering. You have nothing to do with Jesus Christ or rescue. I'm telling you. And people say that i just hiding suffering because they are putting their another in other people's. That means the, uh, not to confess, move from here, to them, uh, uh, if I know. be the in trouble. Then, yes, yeah. if any man suffers, let him suffer as a Christian, and then let him not be ashamed, sin, but let him be in the world. If any will suffer, if you suffer as a Christian, you are the one that you let your suffering be because you are born again. There are people who have been changed out of their house. Not because they went to church and came back late. Or they, 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 they went to work for God. That's why they have lost their job. It is just because they went to the church, Just because they, they went to say what they, they shouldn't do. Just because they went to do something else. But these same people make you look like it's because of church. Or it's because of Christ. Peter says that let your suffer. That means that after 15, there is some suffering that you have to suffer. After 15, there is some level of suffering that you have to suffer for the Lord. So we have the suffering for the other unnecessary matters. And we have the suffering because of Christ. Now what I'm talking to you about is the suffering because of Christ. The suffering because of Christ. That's what I'm talking to you about. That when you become born again, certain times you will suffer certain things. You may be driven out of your workplace. You may lose a job. Just because your boss realizes that maybe you are a sound Christian and cannot contain your fire. Or because of maybe your evangelistic drive, they say, Why did you talk to this person at workplace? Because of Jesus. We don't do that. Then they start you. Or maybe you are someone. To cause. Why? Because in your, in your work, as you're executing your work as a medical person or something, you witness Jesus to the person, then you are arrested or you are summoned to court to be jailed and lose your job. Because you know, that's suffering because of Christ. It's not the others. And as a child of God, the Bible says that Christ has suffered, setting an example for us that we should also endure certain levels of something. And I hear me. Put your hands together for the Lord. Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Luke chapter 9, verse 23. 20 and he said unto them all if any man will come after me or will follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. And follow me. Let him deny himself. If everyone wants to be a Christian, this is the qualification that you can deny yourself. What does it mean to deny yourself? It is, I would have wanted to do this, but because of Christ, I will not do it. So you meet a certain gentleman. You love his swag. And the way Charlie, his, 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 his children, his smell and everything, his beard and everything. You would have followed him. That, because of Christ, because you are a believer, you say no. Surely you would have loved that kind. This is your peace. If not for Christ, like this lady is your peace. If not for Christ, maybe you are searching for a job, and you found a job in the in the in the pub, at the casino, in the club, super bed of best brewing, you know, alcoholic companies. And Charlie, you need a job. Under normal circumstances, you would have accepted it. You would have thanked God for it. But because of Christ, he said, no, I cannot be involved in the production of alcohol. I cannot be involved in leading many to the casino. I cannot be involved in this gambling, in this stealing. You see, that is what we are talking about. Jesus says that if someone wants to be a Christian, he must learn to deny himself. Listen to me. That is a form of suffering. Have you ever been there when you are fasting? And somebody's eating your favorite food. No, no, have you ever been around such a thing before? When your mother on that day is cooking your favorite food. And you and your pastor or your elder says we are fasting. And they keep asking you. Naun didi, naun didi, na un didi. And you are slowing down in responding. Because you are thinking
2: whether I should eat
1: or not eat. There is nothing more to be coming. Who did this? They are tired. Mm, mm, mm. But you don't want to say no. Neither do you also want to say yes. No, no, no. I I, I follow what I'm saying. You are denying yourself. You wanted to sleep. You wanted to rest. But because of Christ, you have to wake up and pray. It is called suffering. Self-denial. Because of Christ, you are very tired from work. You also want to rest like others are resting. But because of Christ, you are walking to someone's house to pay a visit. You are going to check up on yourself. You are going to look for someone. You are spending money. But you would have loved to also rest. Maybe your favorite uh, whatever thing or club is playing. I will wish you were, Like, as I'm preaching now, my crowd is playing. Before I joined, it was 1 nail. My phone is playing. You phone And Under normal circumstance, I will be behind my telly watching. But it's time for evangelism. It's better. You go. It's time for lovers, you come up you go. It's time for church, you have abandoned everything. You see, some of you are coming here, Your friends were inviting you to somewhere else. There's another program somewhere. There's some deep camp somewhere. If fact, whatever, some people are calling you, let's go to Peru. In fact, there are people here that have been given free tickets. Normally, you would have loved to be there. True or not you? It is called self denial. You think these are the things Jesus says that will qualify you whether you can be a Christian or not? Jesus said, If anyone, am I reading from the Bible? If anyone wants to come after me, because you see, you know why Jesus said that? You are giving them food to eat. And plenty the of them were following him because next food will come. And Jesus saw that, ah, oh, not 12 disciples, but now I'm 25,000 disciples. Where are they from? Many people like this can't go to heaven. Then Jesus gave them the criteria. He quickly said, "Ah, you are too many. (laughs) Too many. If anybody wants to follow me as a Christian, number one, there are things you would like to do that you must deny yourself from doing, and it's a daily issue." Love to be watching that Indian speaking to you. But you have to get up and come to church. You would have to love to be drinking alcohol. That, that's your favorite. When you go for, you know, gathering, you, you and your friends club, club, they show a star. She would laugh. And normally, it Dipi was your preference. Normally. Today, you said you have come to rescue, and you want to be a Christian. Jesus says that, even though normally you can't eat at the field without cloth, but from today, from today, you must learn how to eat the food without star. Am I teaching? You think? This is why a lot of us are displeasing God. Eh? Like it's a question, not the women are you It's the issue of self-denial. What they are laughing at you for, they are also doing it. Their boyfriends come to sleep and go. They also go to sleep in their boyfriend's house when you leave. They know they do it. But they also know that for you to follow Christ, you cannot do it. You should not do that. So when they see you, all of them are taking the, the the club, and they also see you taking the club. Then they tell themselves that, ah, but I thought this brother is following this. I thought this sister is taking cloth. club. And they are drinking it. But they don't want you to drink, because it's a retirement. You cannot be a Christian and be like everybody. So you must practice self-denial, self what? denial. I say, you come to God in so own Amen. don't like what I'm saying, let me go over. But I say, but also, I tell you, come to But, Jesus Christ you come to me here, you come to God in unya. That means that, if not for Christ, this Coca-Cola stick, like, it will not cross your, your, your house. It will, like, it can't go to be like that. But for Christ, hmm? Ignatius, because of Christ, you must set of control. Eh? Is he a problem? Eh? Because of, you ca- listen. And that's the difference between those of us who are in Christ and those who are in the world. When we are in a relationship. When we are in a relationship, we are communicating. We are sinning. We are sleeping. But when we are in a relationship for marriage, we are not supposed to do that. Not because originally we will not want to. We want to. But Jesus says you must deny your appetite. You must deny yourself. You must deny yourself. You must deny yourself. That is the qualification. If you can't do this, you are not a child of God. Jesus says that whoever you are too many, whoever will come after me, this is the qualification. As you started listening, some of them started going. But they realize they don't fit. They don't fit in there. They self denial We are in a convention. You know? We are in a convention, but I'm telling you the God. And it can do something. And it's telling us how to suffer. That everyone who wants to suffer must start from the step of self-denial. If you can't deny yourself, you can't suffer anything for past. Because, as a matter of fact, the things that Christ wants you to say no to, they are actually things you like. So, the devil will never tempt you with something you don't like. it's not even a temptation, something I don't like, it's not a temptation. It will actually provoke me or rather, you know, put me off. But whatever devil will never tempt you if you don't like, you don't have weakness for alcohol. when you see a bottle, it doesn't move you. But someone who has for that. That is his temptation. There is someone who might like take a lady to go and stand in front. You, you will not be tempted. His interest is money, or drink, or smoke. Or there's another prophet that if you take a dark lady, you never talk. When you set eyes on a fair lady, yeah. there's another prophet you see a fair lady, and it's like you see a Peter. Doesn't like it at all. But when you see some dark and lovely, hey! Yes, hey. They love in the eyes of what? The brother. Tell somebody, deny yourself. Before you can be a Christian, deny yourself. Christ had to deny himself. He was enjoying heaven. But he had to deny himself and come on earth to come and eat our food, to come and walk with us, to sleep among us, to dress to, 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 to like us. He need to be beating. by uh-uh, of denial. He could have used his power. In fact, he told Pilate that I can snap my finger and legions of angels will be released. But he denied himself the use of power. Can you deny yourself the use of power? When you know that if you command, this person's life will be over, can you still know that and still repent without testing the person? It's called self-deny. And you deny yourself of the rights that you have. Look at the scripture. If anyone, how many of you want to follow Jesus? Oh, the hands are free now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let him deny himself and take up his cross. Boom. Take up his cross what? Boom. That means that the cross over the this represents the point of dying and suffering in the life of Christ. That's what the cross is doing. It is a symbol for the death and the suffering of Christ. And Jesus didn't say that come and take my cross. He said take this, Take your cross. He said whoever is coming after me should carry his own cross. Tell the one by you, you have your own cross. It is different from mine. It is different from mine. Tell me, it is different from mine. And it is different from Christ. But saying hear me. you are saying you're not You need to change you won't survive the test? But at least you have your own cross. For some people, their cross may be to suffer poverty <laughs> instead of enjoying riches. Because God wants to send them and use them to win a certain nation, a certain village. For example, the life of Peter. Paul. They could have also enjoyed prosperity like we are enjoying, but they carried the place of poverty. They died poor, even though they also had the grace of God and lifted it. I hear what I'm trying to say. So there are some of us, if it is your cross, to carry poverty, no matter the price you pay, no matter the things you see, no matter whatever. God, unless you are not following the voice of God, and then you start following the voice of mammon, or the voice of money, that is when you, you will see that now, you are moving out of the poverty God wants you to suffer. To come to where money is. Amen. But like I said, the crosses are not the same. So it doesn't mean every Christian will be poor. But there are people, God needs their poverty to save some people. Yes, so that is their cross. There are some Christians, no matter how righteous they are, they never be there. Their cross. To so we'll pray for people who, who, who have children, she so will never have children. It's a curse. It's a cross. You think, 30th, a little about the characters of the people that follow Jesus. One of them was a sick person. Jesus never came to him. He came James. James! Bible to not him. Make us realize that James has a problem. A problem, a health challenge, a physical deformity that when such a person comes to you and is praying for you to be healed, it's funny. But the that he the foolish you see? And I never knew it till I turned on one of the documentaries of Jesus and his disciples. When our documentaries were not giving the, the, the description, and Jesus and then James had a discourse. And in the discourse, James was saying that, why are you say you have given up God to way? How can I go and heal people? When I go, they will laugh at me. And Jesus said, listen, when people go and you heal, it's not really a miracle. When you, who is sick, goes and you heal, that is the greater miracle. God wants you to be like this. For a greater miracle. You think? So I have to research it out like why? Because sometimes you may never mind you may be a person. Sometimes, you may never have the chance to live in the richest city. It may be your cross. You think you don't like my message? Sally, let's cross. Rise up to your feet. Rise up, to your feet. you see the thing. Rise to your feet. Because as I'm preaching, people are asking, what is my cross? And, and I can hear some people twisting their own cross. Hey! Some people say that after <laughs> you twisted my my cross. After you probably not your cross. <laughs> well, the good thing is that me too, I don't know what is this in my cross and what is your cross. I don't know. But you see? Like I said, when you are following the voice of the Lord faithfully, you will discover what is your cross and what is your Because he will keep pull you away from that thing you like. Then you will discover that it's not for you. You will come to that maturity where you now discover that. This one, the Lord wants you to do Four, three times. take away. I, I think of you did not thought he was a sickler. Paul was suffering from insanity, sickness. Apostle Paul, not for 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 uh Ushu. Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul had a sickness he was dealing I know Bible theologians try to play around with it. was a demon that was right uh, there yeah, that that was affecting him. It was a sickness. Practical sickness. He couldn't even see well because he was worse, not good. One of letters the he was reporting for his faith. He said, If Christ is not good, he can't leave well. He's He said, When the Lord rather answered for, oh, the Lord told him that my grace is sufficient for you. They said, Mama, I want a little bit of Wow. He says, "I sought the Lord three times, in fact." Do not no. Because, and then he himself explained that the level the Lord had taken him to, and the dimension, seeing the third heaven, which no man had the opportunity, not for Elijah, to, to encounter the third heaven, and he encountered the third heaven, As he fell the and he tell us that the the ranking. Then he said, "I would have been proud." But the law is in eternity is not me. So that I will not be proud. So that, when I come to this window, I will remember that me and my mind, that I had a problem. It is true. I have been took and took with the people who got here. And they were tested in I am Then I realized I am not a human. I've prayed for people who are richer than me. I not the, the only people rich. I've prayed for people who are having things that I need. And <laughs> you know? think as human beings, we are we are grateful to God for their lives. But sometimes in you know, our lonely moment, you also ask yourself, when oh, you have to mind? If you, God, you are fighting not to be jealous for these, this sister's wedding. And you are happy for her, genuinely. You are not jealous. But in your lonely moments, that is still finished. So, God, let me give to maintain it. That's what I'm talking about. God <laughs> was used to bless many. Really. In fact, handkerchiefs from Paul killed it. And yet, inside the sickness. A lot of great men of God that I know, they always have to take a certain issue in their life. It's when you get close to them they you realize. When you get to them, there are some of them get close to them that so realize that one of them is a sickness. Very promising. And they have to hide that house among the rest because it is this place. Meanwhile, they are beaten out of What's the there are some who are dying, there are some who are, are suffering certain issues to life. We are what we call the Christ. What is your cross? Jesus said that if you want to follow me, then carry your cross. And follow. Tell me. It's true. It's true. Tell me. Carry your cross. In other words, you have money or you don't have money, you must still better for the Lord. Whether you are married or not, you must still serve the Lord. Whether you have the children you are looking for or not, you must still serve the Lord. Whether you have the money you are in your wedding, you must still change For some of you, you will try to go to school further and further and further. And, and people met you in church and they are testifying of the missing and you keep connected to Jesus said carry your cross and keep following me. Carry your cross and keep following me. I don't know when you'll be rich, but carry your cross. I don't know when you will marry, but carry your cross. I don't know when you also go to school, but carry your cross. I don't know when all this pain will come to an end, but carry your cross. I don't know what your process is. I have mine. And whether I like it or not, whether I'm happy or not, I have to bring you hope and still go back and it. That is the price of following Jesus. An exemplary life. For some of you, you will be persecuted. You will lose opportunities. Certain wonderful marriages, you will lose them. Certain good beloveds will lead you because you are taking a stand for Jesus. Certain businesses and companies will fire you. Some of you, your parents will persecute you. Some of you, your friends will mock you in persecution. But you will be persecuted wherever you find it. You But if it's your cross. And the people who drop their cross and run away, they are not fit for the kingdom. You see, people who think they have waited for God, ah, the work they are looking for has not come. So now they are doing the work that has taken them from God. They have run away from the place. They have waited for a husband to step through um, and um, holiness, waited for a husband, and said the husband didn't come. And so now they have compromised. They will speak with this Because I don't want to leave you. Am I speaking to someone? Close your
0: Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Rev. Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, Adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543 248. Nine eight two or zero two four one three seven two eight nine five God richly bless you.